This meeting is being recorded. Yeah, that's a good DP. All right, you're going to be you. I'm going to be, I'll be me for today for a change. And we, and we have joining us Crouton making his podcast debut, which of course is, this is what we do now, Kitch. You realize that our, our lot in life is to bring people to the mass media. I'll drink to that. Right. Oh, Kitch with the, <laughs> Kitch is popping, popping <laughs> Dr. Pepper's here today. Um, we're in, we're in Grotto, Miami. We're coming live from, from Art Basel. Uh, Miami down here, and I'm drinking things other than Diet Dr. Pepper this week. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, Rob Roy's. Rob Roy's for everybody. Uh, so it, it's going to be fun to, to, what I want to do today is walk through that new piece that I dropped, okay? Uh, the Thanksgiving Parade, which is, is, as you guys, I think, are aware at this point, one of my favorite paintings. So Crouton is here, um, not just to make his podcast debut, but to to really uh, look at this painting as a painting. Um, but before we do that, I thought it'd be great if Crouton gave us his take on his first 36 hours in real life grotto. Wow. Yeah. First of all, you know, really, really great to meet everyone for the first time. Um, I guess physically, you know, we've doesn't really feel like we're meeting in a sense because we've all been hanging together for, you know, at least a year, 18 months for some of us. So, you know, putting a face with a name, it's been fun and it's really natural. And yeah, I'm, I'm actually having a great time. Wish I'd come uh, to the last one. There was a moment yesterday. Here I am. I've been, we, he picked, he basically waited. He came a little earlier than Dino and I. We, Dino and I flew down and then he waited for us. And so we met up in the airport. We hung for, I don't know, four or five hours. And I looked at my Discord and there was this moment where I'm like, oh, I don't have a message from Crouton. Because <laughs> he's right last, beside you. For the last year, we exchange 150 or 1,000 messages a day about the project. And, and I was like, oh, that's right, because he's right here. Now, do you remember, Kitch, my prediction before meeting Crouton in real life? I made this bold prediction during the Real America Tour. Do you remember what that was? You said he was beautiful. And he was I tall said man. he was going to be a beautiful, beautiful man. And I said he was probably a top two in the grotto, right? I don't stand corrected. I, I, let me just put it this way. <laughs> I would fuck the living shit out of croutons. Breadcrumbs everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> let me just put this. That, that I'm down. I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm being a little forward because there's a mic and I feel safe. But I'm putting this out there. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so you've got another 14, 15 hours before you leave. Sure. Keep, keep that in mind. Things could happen. <laughs> Three, threes came out of that closet right behind you guys just now. <laughs> By the way, we did realize today, there was a moment where we were just having another conversation. Uh, and I looked at him and I said, are you actually my little brother? Are you, <laughs> are, you, are you that little brother I never realized that I had, that they kept from me? Wouldn't that be a part of the cruel mother's uh, story, right? I have such a cruel mother. Maybe she had another child and didn't even let me know I had, and we've just found each other now. You know, has got an there. uncle. Oh, believe me, she spent some time in Florida. That explains things. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, wish I was there. Oh my God, I'm sure you guys have been having a blast. It's, you know what, it's, it's as Dina would say, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Mid. It's all right. It's definitely been pretty good. <laughs> uh, last night, we were joined by uh, Chris Truman. Uh, J Train and Fatberg, Ratro, 
and Dino. And we just had a relaxing night in the grotto, right? We just hung out, um, told some tales, uh, got the breakdown. We got some we got some insider info into like the mythic J train appearance last year. We got the play by play. We got the breakdown, yeah. some deep cut analysis. Yeah, there were some differing opinions on how. <laughs> Yeah. Some people remember the story differently, but yeah. <laughs> who's to say who's correct? It's but. taken on just the right amount, amount of grotto patina, yeah. right? It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> the way I've heard the story told is uh, he comes out on a leash, correct, in a gimp suit. That's about as much of the story as uh, I've heard being outside of these in real life conversations. That's a fair, fair uh, assessment of the situation. There was agreement in that. Yes. Okay. That, there was no disagreement on any of those points. <laughs> <laughs> Not contested. Okay. <laughs> um, today, we've already had, and this is in no particular order, right? But we've got Studio Brooke. We've got Alf Doty. We've got Blue Orgy. We've got Tex. Mm -hmm. We've got um, we saw Pokey Shaman. We went to to I went to an opening. Carla uh, uh, Gannis uh, had an opening at the the Perez Museum, and we stopped in for that, which ended up seeing. We saw uh, Nancy Baker Cahill uh, and Jesse Damani and and uh, Diamani, pardon me, and Aria Harvey, who was on that Artnet Faces with me the other day. Oh wow! Saw, and someone saw me. Kitch, are you aware of this? Did you see what happened in the grotto? I'm I'm scrolling back to find it right now to see who it was that was stalking me. <laughs> it was Celador. Celador. Celador apparently was three and a half feet from me and took a photo and didn't say hi. He was too starstruck, you know. What what's your take on that, Kitch? We the grotto is we the, the in real life grotto, we've had some conversations about what the meaning of Celador's actions were. How do you take it? I think he's shy. You think he's shy? That's one interpretation. <laughs> That's one explanation. Do you know where you were when that happened? Yeah, at the Perez About Museum. About six feet away. Oh. Yeah, literally standing next to the guy. But at like, I don't know, seven o'clock. You know, he, was, he was out of my line of sight. If right. I were a younger man, I probably would have caught him. But now I just see floaters over there. Okay. <laughs> So you don't know, like, oh, I think that was Celador. Like, you don't know anything. No, about no. I mean, let's just put it this way. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. If, first if of all, if anybody ever assassinates me, we have to put Celador at the top of the list of inquisitions because he would. He obviously can come. I had no idea my photo was taken. Now, granted, granted, it's a part of daily life. I mean, let's be honest. I go to the fucking grocery store. And it's just, I, I go in, I got to cover my, they wear the hoodie, the whole bit. They want to know what kind of beats I buy, the whole thing. So yes, I live my life under a certain microscope. But at this particular uh, location, I didn't expect to see somebody snapping a picture over my shoulder. By the way, he continues another tradition in the grotto, which is candid photos of threes that make him look very unattractive. <laughs> this goes back to my first ever appearance. And that's actually the biggest issue with all of this. <laughs> Can we be honest? I don't have a problem with that. Other than I didn't like the picture itself. <laughs> I, other than I don't look as hot as I think I should. What's your interpretation of uh, of why he didn't say hey? I mean, I think he's not he's not in. Mm. I don't call think to action Celador, right now. 
Celador, if you're listening to this, I don't, I think you've, you've taken a different path, which is okay. But uh, I have very hurt feelings. Please guess this is two Art Basels in a row that I didn't meet up with uh, Celador. And I wish I would have, and I was looking forward to it. So I've got some hurt feelings. That's I would have liked a tap on the shoulder that said, hey, I don't have time, but I think you're the greatest living painter. And then he could have walked. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) (laughs) He's an early guy, right? Yes, he's early. He's been collecting since, I want to say, since series two. I know he has some monsters. He's got some great stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he believes in me, just not really. That's my takeaway. Okay, well, we'll see if any other stalker pictures. Obviously, the other artists that he was uh, uh, hanging out with were some people that he didn't want them to see him talking to me. Oh, he's too cool for school. I agree. That's what's happening. Might have another one of those. That makes a lot of sense. Ah. (laughs) But hey, it's okay. It's not like I keep track of these things. He doesn't hold a grudge, and there are no penalties. <laughs> it's not like this will ever come up again in the grotto. It's not like I'm going to paint the shadowy figure <laughs> over my shoulder. Well, I think he's got one thing going for him. It's not a flattering picture, so you won't actually paint that exact pose. So he's got that. Right, no, uh, instead, I'll paint my alter ego, which is a beautiful man, as we know. Looking back over their shoulder. Like... <laughs> <laughs> which, which says... What we're what we came to talk about, and that's the new painting of Threesies. Um, Beautiful painting. Thank you, Kitch. I, you know, I painted it for you. I painted it for the grotto. I painted it for, for those of you that that get it, that 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 are are here. That's not a painting that at first glance somebody's gonna go, oh wow, that's what are you guys doing? What what's this all about? What's this project? Right. I do believe that that it's a painting which holds up if you put it against other paintings not of my own but just in general i feel i feel it's a it's it's one of my sort of announcements that i'm here to paint and i'm not i'm not kidding about it right um it's very new york city i'll throw that out there i love that it kind of shows your roots of well where you are now but thank you and and you know uh studio brooke gave me the compliment as well that you know that she to recognize the neighborhood, right? That it's got the, it's got the feel, and it's supposed to. It's spo- it, it should feel very much like the Macy's Parade, which I was talking to Crouton about this a little earlier. Painting the Macy's Parade realistically is not a very interesting painting, okay? A block and a half of a marching band from fucking Kentucky, okay? And a gigantic balloon you know, 300 yards away not that exciting okay um confirm this marching band this is a kentucky marching band that's the blue there it's it's not we, it's we not discussed we won't discuss that we don't need is to that go canon into that's not canon <laughs> no um all of our kentucky grotto just got really excited please catch uh keep the speculation to a minimum um but the idea is if you're if you were to paint that scene as it actually would be it's it's not that compelling but i feel that the idea of bringing it all sort of together. So there's some reality to it. There's, and there's some suspension of reality to, to get to the idea that, that this is happening, that this gigantic balloon is there. Uh, it, it was, it was for me sort of a, a painterly trick that, that I think worked really well. But as I was getting there, as I was getting towards making this, a, a you know, setting out to make it a, a, a solid painting, 
um, I wanted it to be for the project, which is why it was a gift. It was a gift for those who, who are participating in our, our annual tradition, the most uh, American of traditions, Black Friday. But, you know, it's this is one of those moments. We had some reaction from from FOMO Boy and from from uh, the Grotto account online, Neil Quinn Jones, of course, that really sort of addressed it as a painting. I felt that they were both speaking to it as as somebody looking at a, a piece of art outside of this ecosystem, outside of the NFT world, outside of, of all of that. And that's why I wanted Crouton to come on and talk about it. Crouton has um, a, a pretty uh, solid background in, in, in uh, traditional art and understanding uh, and, and an approach to, to painting and other painters that I, that I feel sort of puts him in a unique position in the grotto to speak towards these things. And it's the first time that we've gotten a chance to really sit down and talk through a painting one-on-one. -on -one. So I thought it'd be good to not only for me to talk about it, but for Crouton to share some stuff and to ask any questions that come up and you as well, Kitch. I, this, I want this to just be a, a, a pod about the, the painting. So Crouton, walk me through your initial thoughts as you saw it and, and sort of your, your, your first reactions. Sure. Right off the bat, you can tell it's going to be an iconic piece for us. Three of these, every appearance we get of him is, that's always going to be a fan favorite. We love three of these. The very first thing I look at when I look at any painting is the title. And I believe this one says 1981 for the year. Mm -hmm. So this is also the second Thanksgiving insert we've had. Right. First one was in 1984. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So then the first question that I'm asking myself is chronologically, we've got three Z's in the Macy's Day Parade in 1981. And then I start to think about, you know, the years of some of these coders that we see. And I guess when you take a step back and, and ask yourself what sorts of characters are, are shown as balloons in the Macy's Day Parade, it's things like Snoopy or Mighty Barney Mouse. or yeah. is something that was universally acknowledged, celebrated, loved. How is Threesies captured American hearts and minds by 1981? We're parading him down the street. <laughs> Now this is this is fantastic to me to be asking these questions because as I'm as I'm painting it, I wanted to I was trying to evoke and convey this this idea that this was perfectly natural, that New York was more than accepting an understanding of a 80 foot tall Threesies balloon coming down. That nobody was like, what is this guy? Who is this thing? I love the idea that everybody on that street knows who Threesies is as the balloon comes by. We're here to see it. We're going to cheer it. We're going to celebrate right. it. I imagine the, the the talking heads of the parade, you know. Oh, and here comes Threesies, beloved Threesies, making his first appearance in the Macy's parade. <laughs> MVP of the coders, you know. <laughs> you wearing glasses in this one or like goggles? So, you know, it's it, I, so here's the deal. I was actually, I had this conversation earlier with, with Crouton about this. I painted threesies more than I've painted any person or character or occurrence ever, right? At this point, I've painted many, many, I mean, well over a hundred. Lots of variations. Threesies, right? yes. Lots of, lots of variations. Captured him in different ways. Captured him as a Victorian era cherub, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so here, I, it, was, it was unique for me to not be painting the character. I was painting an 80 foot tall balloon. 
it's a very different thing to paint a balloon than it is to paint a person or a character. And so I had to imagine what it, how that would be built. How would you make a balloon that looks like threesies? Okay. And so if you think about that, normally if I paint you wearing glasses, Kitch, I'm going to start with your eyes. Okay. And I'm going to build out and I'm going to draw it out and then I'm going to layer it with glass. I'm going to catch some, some, you know, glare there and then little reflection perhaps and shadow it in, right? right? And so that's how I will, I will build sort of from the inside out. What I decided to do with the balloon is paint it the way it would be built, which is I'm painting glasses down and then I'm actually building the, the eye on top of it. And so if you look at it, it's what makes it look a little strange to compare to being, you know, me painting a, an actual person wearing glasses, because I had to imagine how that how you would do that at 80 foot. And it's almost it gets sort of cartoonish and it gets a little a little, you know, you have to re represent it and refer to things in ways that I normally wouldn't paint them. So you take that you take Crouton noticed this earlier that the hair, it's got sort of these thick clumpy you know, strands of hair, whereas we know that he's got a thinning hairline and a comb over, right? But you can't make a balloon that does that without doing it. And so I actually had to paint his hairline differently. And 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 the, the way that, you know, the details on the balloon for his cleft lip, okay? And, and all of that is, it's a very different approach because it's printed on. So I had to imagine this 80 foot tall balloon and then paint a character on top of that balloon. Well, you can see that in the commemorative piece where there's the 12 panels and you can see that it has all the attachments from the balloon on the first panel. So you are already from the beginning showing that I'm, I'm starting with a balloon here and that's what I need to anchor this, you know? Right. And I mean, there's, there's something to be said there too. I don't know if you want to take a stab at that crouton. Yeah, I will. I, we were talking about that not, not more than an hour ago. And I think it's great that you mentioned it because in the commemorative piece that was gifted to the top 10 prism buyers, you can really see the evolution of the piece, how it's coming to life. And I know that you could take that picture at a hundred different points. It's not a 12 step, you know, 12 no, layer sort of attempt, but it's, it's captured well for, for the commemorative piece there. But Kitsch, to your point about seeing the strings attached right from the start, I think that's that's probably a pretty interesting observation, one that I picked up on as well. And I asked myself, let me take a step back. I feel like most times when I'm looking at a piece of art, I like to ask questions. What is the artist's intention? Why do they do the things they do? If I apply that to this, this piece here, you know, why is it that we have the strings? Why would he do that? He could have just not done them. And I guess, I mean, I'll take a stab at it. You might laugh, but I mean, I suppose in this parade, they don't just let a bunch of balloons out and let them go wherever, banging into buildings, popping, blowing off into the wind. Um, they're controlled, they're steered, they're controlled, driven, if you will, by its handlers, I suppose. And I wonder if there isn't some sort of commentary there. Well, threesies is being, you know, balloons float above the masses on some level. Maybe it's the best of us. On some level, we talk about that at other times and the duality of things where Threesies is, has a complicated past, but he's also celebrated and revered here at the at the Macy's Parade. So, you know, there's that duality here and maybe, you know, that balloon is floating 
you know, above the masses that is controlled somehow by the community in a, in a small way. I, and you're, you're actually spot on right there. We hadn't even talked about this part yet, but, but quite honestly, you know, what I, uh, I've talked to you guys about this in, in passing sometimes, right? But there are paintings underneath the paintings, right? A, a part of my process is not just to, to take the technique of laying down, you know, uh, an underpainting and then coming off of it, which is something that, you know, I just sort of realized I needed to do. Of course, I have no training, right? So I just I gradually understood that that's how I do that. But as I did that, I, I'm sort of making a progression through the painting from the, the beginning of it through what's going to end up being that piece. I may know exactly where I want to go, but I'm not going to how I get there. Obviously, that's that's pretty standard on a painting. It's going to coax itself and guide itself. But I want to set in place some of the conceptual ideas that I'm trying to express through it. And so for me to I I basically sketched out the this gigantic balloon and I put very stark and very controlled, you know, the ropes or cords or whatever those would be called. But I want, they were to me a very big part of the piece. Okay. And so they're there. Now, this is what I was saying. When you're painting a, a, a scene like this, that is, you know, two and a half city blocks deep, right? And 200 feet tall on a two inch by three inch, you know, surface, because I've, already, I've got left myself a border and everything, right? When my canvas is that small, to, to give that idea of scale and that sense, I just sort of, condense things and compress things together, but I didn't want to lose any of that. And so the strings are there. They're actually still connected to their handlers, but I've sort of brought that in. Now, the reason that I painted them in that was so important, okay, is that, like I said, the New York City understands that that's threesies and we all love the threesies balloon, okay? We, we that's, that's great. But the threesies balloon doesn't exist if it's not being carried and guided and, and brought forth. And so this isn't me being threesies, feeling like I'm floating above the city or that I'm doing that, but I'm being carried through the city. I'm being guided down the streets of New York City by the grotto, right? Yeah, I see that it's a metaphor for the project itself where it's speaking of the fact itself, that you know is guided along by the community. That is the art project. We're all in it together. Um, that, that Crouton can recognize that it, we go from we know we first meet Threesies in 1978, and that by 1981 he's a beloved icon, yeah. right? He's Garfield. He's SpongeBob. Yeah. Which, of course, we know that I. That's how I see myself, and that's what I believe. But I haven't made a, any any you know bones about the fact that i'm only here because of you guys and so you know we've reached some pretty remarkable heights in a very short amount of time as a as a group of collectors and and, and a project in general um but it's it's, it's funny you it, picked the number three three years to get from inception to recognition in the streets of new york city <laughs> well keep in mind let me correct you there that the first time we come to see Threesies is 1978. That is certainly not Threesies' rookie card. Threesies has lived a bit of a life by 1978. If That's you look true. He should be managing <laughs> the, the veteran. <laughs> He's a veteran in 1978. I did want to make a comment on the commemorative piece because the 12-panel piece really shows, it, 
if you look at this through the lens of Threesies is a reference, the Threesies balloon is a representation of the project. You can see how it's changed over time to being gray. The balloon's just there by itself, attached to nothing. And over time, as these people begin to show up under it, the painting itself becomes more saturated, more vibrant. And I think that's something that's beautiful and maybe lost without speaking about it. Look, you guys, you guys know that I don't, I ask you, I get asked all the time for like process pieces. Okay. Time. Give me, give us a time lapse. Oh, I would love to see a video because fucking TikTok bullshit world of, of artists whoring themselves out by showing their fucking process all the time. Right. I hate that. I hate it. And I rarely take work in progress photos. And when I do, it's, it's, it's not because I ever want to show them to somebody. It's because I, I, I might want to reference it. I need to, I need to see. I very often need, because I paint something that is two and a half inches by three and a half inches. But most of you are seeing it on screens at 10, 18, 24 inches or whatever. Okay. I need to look at things as, as you're going to see them. Not necessarily as how I, I paint them. Right. So I, I take some work in process pieces more for like a technical reason. But I knew... I didn't know that I was going to mint the 12. I didn't know that I was going to mint this as a piece. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't. You had a different going. idea. You had a different idea with this piece, right? Oh, I was going to do a whole different thing. This becomes this. Okay. I had actually, I have another piece. I didn't finish it out. I worked for a number of days on another thing. <laughs> okay. Which would have been great, but nobody would have gotten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, even the most devout film buffs would not have known what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> Probably David Lynch throwing that out there. <laughs> no, that's the grotto we expected, David Lynch. But, but um, with this one, because I was painting it for you guys, because I was painting it for the grotto, and I wanted you to be there with me while I did, and that's why I did the the, the work in progress pictures because I wanted to, even if it was just on an aside, to be like, hey. Would you like to see the progression here? And that's why when I had them, I was just I was just looking on my phone and I was just sort of flicking through, you know. And then I, you know, I did that over. Let's say I started painting it on Saturday night, I think, and I finished it on Wednesday. And then I don't don't even start it on fucking getting it into an NFT. It took me hours because I really suck at all those sorts of things. But um, I over that time. I did other things. I did, I made other paintings. I had my camera roll was actually it had a lot of things going on in it, right? There's a lot of me just two fingers up saying, "Hey, how beautiful am I?" Felt beautiful. Might delete later. Pictures okay. of the back of Celador. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, I went through and I I like deleted them and I reordered them because all of a sudden I saw this thing and I saw how beautiful is that? And I just knew whether I was giving it, you know, if you're one of the 10 who got one, just as a little thank you. Okay. Or just the rest of the grotto. I think, I think that's going to be one of those things where very few people have it. And a lot of people are going to love that piece because it's the first time that I've, I've shown the process, even FOMO boy hit me up. He was like, I didn't realize you were putting a Bruce Allen underneath there. Wow. Do you do that on all your stuff? I'm like, oh, I kind of do. Yeah. I'm kind of an actual painter FOMO boy. <laughs> just saying Mr. Highfalutin art boy, just realizing that I know how to paint. I mean, you so, knew the trees were going in there from the first panel. 
Yes, I, I, it, yeah. I knew where everything was going, Kitsch. I'm sorry. By the time we get to this was not one where I'm like, oh, I think this needs a marching band. No, <laughs> where I laid it out in, 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 in grayscale there, okay, I knew what it was going to be. The thing that it was before was not a parade, okay? But like the other Pete painting, that was a whole different thing. But I knew this is what I wanted to evoke, okay? In New York, the, the path that the, the, the parade takes, okay, there's a part where it goes by Central Park. And then the rest of the time, it's in the city. It's between buildings. So I had two options. I could paint it where I've got buildings on both sides. It's in like the canyons of Manhattan, right? It, think about that for a second and imagine it. You're not, you're only getting the sliver of sky over his head. It's claustrophobic. Okay? Yeah, we need the grasses greener over there. Well, yeah, I remember that. And, and so the thing is, I, I wanted the light because the light plays a lot into that. I, I have the light coming, uh, you know, from across the park in the, in the in, you know, winter morning and sort of coming through the trees and then across him. Um, and to do that, what it put me in a position to do when I chose the park was to paint a tree for the first time in my life. Yes. <laughs> I had never painted a tree before. That's not a low effort tree. That's a nice tree. Well, that's the thing. I'm so fucking proud of that tree. Now, are you ready for this? And you, you can see it. You can see the progression there. I had painted the bulk of the fucking painting before I was like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet and fucking see if I can pull this tree off. I was ready. Panel eight. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was ready that I was like, well, if this tree goes horribly, I'm just going to fucking knock it out and put fucking buildings in. I'm going to tear down Central Park and put up a high rise because I never painted a tree. And man, I know you guys love the the, the detail of all the little people and all the marching band. And the, the cops are my favorite part of it. Okay. Um, but all of those little the cheerleaders, the, the whole thing. The air guitar players. No. <laughs> You, sometimes I'm going to ban you from the fucking grotto. That's obviously a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this is, anyway. <laughs> this is but a reference. I, I know that know. day, though. You know what I mean? Like, I know that feel, that brisk feeling. Like, the sky's blue, but it's like 36 outside, New York City, Thanksgiving time, no leaves on the tree, because that shit's already fallen down. I, I, I know that day. And well, and that's and 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 so now put yourself in my position. I still get a kick out of my paintings. I still get a kick out of the fact that I could do it. And I I I did it. I mean, I pulled it off in that one that it feels like 9:15 on a fucking November chilly, crisp, sunny morning, right? And those trees are pretty fucking great. For certain, I mean, I'm sorry. I really love those trees, and I think that I played the light well and i was just so goddamn happy about that tree and i'm telling you i was ready you can see the progression there there was a point where i was like okay i gotta go for the trees and if i don't fucking do it then there's gonna be a, a fucking building there this is gonna move about 25 blocks south <laughs> so you know when it comes down to it conversations like this and even for you old kitcher there okay this is the first time that you're stepping into the conversation and saying, you know, I've never heard you talk about a painting of mine like that. This is this is what this is about, Grotto. This is about moving into to, to moments where we're going to start questioning why I would have done it, which is important. It makes me it, it makes me very happy to have you guys 
consider why on earth I would spend 29 hours painting that scene. Sometimes it's, it's well, not sometimes, all the time, it's a very important reason. And you probably don't hear me talking because I'm talking directly to Crouton about specifically why you've done certain things that we might not want everyone in the world to know about. So it's true. We have a lot of those conversations. You got to, oh, okay. Well, because there's a lot of strategy involved in collecting. And I, I get it. And there's a lot of, a lot of that. Now, but overall, you know, even in, you know, in real life grotto, you know, we, we had some conversations last night about, some pretty deep approaches to things as far as this project goes and, Absolutely. And, and where I think it's going and how we're going to get there. And, and it's just important that we all get a little more comfortable in having that conversation. It's, it's one thing to have those silly baseball cards. Look, a certain artist today who is, has a certain renown, who is on a certain art net uh, spaces space. with me, Okay, very, very established. I saw her today and I was like, oh, hi, you know, this is done threesomes. And she goes, all right, you paint those little baseball cards. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) And that lets the air right out of the balloon for you. (laughs) (laughs) Look at kids hitting the tag. That's timely as ever. There's a reason you get paid the big bucks. Hey, man, it's all I can do, you know, just turn on a mic. So, you know, I appreciate you coming by, Crouton, more than anything. This is the first time that Crouton and I have met in, in over a year of talking and, and almost a year and a half of you collecting me. Um, and it's been a long time coming. I mean, we're very close. We talk often. We know that, right? You guys, every, every fucking podcast goes with, I was talking to Crouton the other day about <laughs> such <laughs> Okay. Um, so this was sort of mission accomplished that we finally, finally got Crouton to meet. Yeah, at a in real life grotto situation, little yeah. Miami situation. It won't be the last time. That's yeah, sure. look at that. And he and he was under the impression that he was gonna hate everybody. <laughs> Come on now. The same way, and I say this knowing because I was under that same impression myself. <laughs> going back to the first time that I was gonna meet everyone, I'm like, I'm gonna hate every one of them. It's scary meeting people you've met on the internet in real life. You're like, well, oh, you might. Just be a, a keyboard minion. I don't know. It's like you don't know what you're doing until you hop in there. And everyone I've met from the grotto has been pretty Every, outstanding everyone, citizen. Everyone. It's, it's just it's just remarkable. And so, um, you know, tonight is the first night. Last night was not an official grotto. In fact, Studio Brook was in town. I was like, hey, you guys seem to be having fun over there. Uh, I'm like, bored. Oh, Let me in. <laughs> um, it, you know, yesterday was just a, a little uh, preamble. A little setup. It was just a lot of uh, a lot of paperwork. We needed to sign some things. Um, we have had. Let me break down some of the highlights of the first thirty-six hours. Uh, Dino had to be hoisted up and crawl through a window to get us into the Airbnb. That's standard now. <laughs> COVID protocols. <laughs> uh, I was told um, there's no plumbing in the master bathroom. Now, now, I was pretty upset about this, and I was like, hey, Grotto, I can't believe I am not going to have plumbing. And every one of them was like, okay, I thought that you had done that on purpose. Didn't you? Isn't that like your thing? Aren't you into no electricity or running water? <laughs> like they threw it back. They threw my, my horrible childhood back at me many times last night. So at least they're paying attention to the narrative. We know that. 
Um, the setup is amazing. We've got this duality of Grotto this year. We're really stepping into duality. Um, we have the, hey, let's just chill and relax all day and, and into the evening Grotto. And then we have oh, the Grotto. We have, we've got a setup that is utterly and purely decadent. It's, it's, it's dirty. It's on a scale of one to 10. It's a one. Without plumbing too, you can't even hose it down. <laughs> no, it's, and, and it's just, it's going to be great. It. And so that's, <laughs> that's, that's where the after hours start. Now we'll be starting at 10 because I'm not going to anything this year. Uh, we'll be starting at 10, but of course we expect everybody to start showing up midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock. Oh, and what so, were the other highlights from the 36 hours? What, what else has happened? Uh, just Dino going through a window. And okay. Um, and, and really, you know, we, we, we already touched on the J train stuff that took up many hours, very descriptive. Uh, J train is, he's uh, a man of flowery prose, to say the least. But other than that, I mean, Ratro uh, was on that Ratro level last night, but he's a tuckered out pumpkin head. He's just sleeping in right now. I was about to say he's got to be getting recharged for tonight. Um, we had the highlight of watching some some uh, soccer, and we had some highs and we and some lows from Dino. Some wins for the vault. I I did all right. Uh, Fucking Denmark! But, I swear to God, those Danes just killed like all three of my entries on the the oh wagers. Yeah. Not so great Danes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> um but yeah no it's been good and so hey it's really officially starting tonight text just showed up but he had to run an errand we're still waiting i mean how is it an in real life grotto when we have neither luch nor the omax and they will both be here i think think they're both coming in the next couple hours what about Um, beer beer comes on friday morning i need beer will be here on friday morning good Um, yeah he's he's out there busy you know uh, destroying lives and, and taking everybody's data, uh, whatever he does, whatever he, he makes sure that they can do legally. But uh, he, he's, he wraps that up on uh, Friday morning and then he's coming over. Is uh, tonight the uh, painting the ladies night? No, that is tomorrow night. Okay. Didn't want to mess, mix up tonight my is just, Tonight is just a uh, welcome to the rest of your life type of night. It's a cocktail hour for many hours. Yeah. Yeah. Not much tail. <laughs> Man, we are just firing on all cylinders. Hey, what do you want? I'm, hey, I'm drinking. I I'm, uh, had a successful Thanksgiving drop. I can have a little drink now or then. That's right. I mean, treat myself. You know, your Kirkland water. There was another successful Thanksgiving drop. We may leave that one for another could time. Be another time. Yeah. Uh, if you if you can't wait for that, tune in to Monday's recorded LFG. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little conversation. <laughs> By the way, he did our wallpaper. I don't know if you can see. If you can it's catch beautiful. that in the background, that's Dan Can wallpaper. Every rim's a one of one. Oh my god. I saw his fucking he was the highest price bullshit piece of art in that Christie's thing and I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Take it easy, Kitch. I don't think I've ever tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Jeez, Kitch. You okay there? No, the estimates were like forty five to fifty five ETH, and I'm like, vomit in a bag and throw it at Kitch, you. Kitch, I know I know it's been a while, but ETH is worth about 
$400. That's not that much. I guess it's just the principle. I don't know. Pisses me off. I had one question about the painting before I let you leave. Oh, yeah, please. Please. Is that Clifford pulling up behind you? The next yes, point? it is. Okay. Good eyes. That is, that is Clifford the big red dog. I missed that. Well done. Yeah. Bigfoot's not hiding in the trees or anything, right? I can stop looking for him. He's Every, in the marching band. You, this is the, the beauty of the Bigfoot scenario <laughs> is that there are a lot of people that think anything that's blurry is Bigfoot. And isn't that funny that now I've got the entire grotto just, I saw him. I saw him. He's, in, he's under the tree by the street lamp. It's totally That's a dumb. Mitch Hedberg joke. I think the problem with Bigfoot is he's just blurry. Ah, look at the, you know what? That, that makes sense. I think mine was better. I think but the yeah. Costell's joke was better. That was good. But no, it, it's um, it's Clifford. I thought that was really, really funny to have it be. Here's threesies, and then they go, and then they, and then, and here comes Clifford the big red dog. Oh, he's chasing his tail. He's chasing his tail. It's wonderful. Um, well, I hope you guys have a fucking blast. I have big time FOMO here in Boston and I'll definitely make it out to whatever the next thing is. Tell my mom to go fuck off and don't come to my house. So no, no, you tell her that three says hello. Like, just like that. Just like that. Okay. She'll know. She'll know. (laughs) Well, uh, podcast. Podcast numbers came out today, by the way, for that um, Spotify year in review or whatever. Oh, am I the top ranked podcast in the world? Yes. I'm three. Yeah. I'm number three. I slipped. So created 2,522 minutes of new content, which is more than 98% of all the creators in the arts category. I don't know who those 2% are. They're yeah. doing more. No shit. I don't know. Is it, is Heard in 20 countries. Is that one is that one space one spaces for one will willing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were heard in 20 countries. Awesome. 20 countries. Love it. And then um we are a top 10 podcast for 101 people. We're a top five podcast for 87 people. And we're the number one podcast for 53 people that use Spotify. Definitely one of those 53 people. Yeah. This is only Spotify. <laughs> this is just meanwhile, Spotify. Meanwhile, the 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 people that I actually appreciate and, and consider to be close friends and, and people that I really want, I, I, they use Apple. I use Apple as well. I'm in that yeah, group I know. that you, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, so, but that's, that's pretty remarkable. We have that, those numbers and that's only on Spotify. Yeah, which is like the least used podcasting app for the podcast. I just learned that I'm some sort of Luddite. Oh, yeah. No. I'm using Spotify. What's yeah. wrong with me? Spotify is so two years ago. Just two camps. Yeah. Well, we have extended play on Apple. Is there more alpha? On- There's, I, I, I explained the entire Prism ecosystem uh-huh. on the last Apple podcast. <laughs> if you paid premium. All right. Thank you for that update. That's a, it's really interesting. I love that we had how many how many minutes? Twenty two hundred and fifty. Twenty five hundred ish. Yeah. Twenty five hundred ish. Now, inter- inter- interestingly enough, uh, C Town Vin posted a little. He was like, "Oh guys, look at me! I listened oh, to 1800 oh. I think it was eighteen hundred. But either fifteen hundred or eighteen hundred minutes of threesies left to focus on podcast. Got some homework to do. Oh really? So you're a thousand minutes shy, C-Town Vin. Calling you out. <laughs> Calling you out. More participation is needed. 
the C is for Chump Town, Vince. <laughs> Next week, we're we're uh, again. I'm going to be recovering. Yeah, World Cup stuff. We'll keep the grotto moving, and that's about it. Yeah, we're we're um, we're moving by the. Is, is this coming out tomorrow or is this coming out on Saturday? Saturday. We'll keep it normal. Saturday. Keep it normal. Um, by the time for Saturday, group stage will be over. And yeah, so, USA made it. Can you fucking believe it? Which one are they again? The 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 red, white, and blue one. France. <laughs> yeah, Croatia. Costa Rica, Serbia. You're very uh, familiar with the colors of these countries, huh? Yeah. So wait, why isn't except it, for the ones that don't score? Why, these why, colors don't score. So wait, why 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 is it in Australia? Why are the jerseys red, white, and blue? Oh, Jesus, do we? Because the the everything in that country will kill you. So you have to wear things that make it look like you're not one of them. Oh, okay. All right. Um, thank you, Kitch. We, I, I, I miss you. It's it was a, it was a year ago this week that we recorded that banger of a that's nifty live from the Grotto Miami. Dropped alpha about franchises. Dropped alpha about threesies. That was a big episode. I need to go back and listen to that. And still, um, uh, more people listen to Euphoria's dad on your podcast. He's never been on. It's a good episode, though. (laughs) (laughs) You had a lot to say. Spotify told me that was the number one episode. So, really, Euphoria's dad, yeah. Oh, oh! I thought you were. I thought you were about to really make my day. Because at one point I was the fourth. I was the number four in the that's nifty. To be honest with you, I haven't looked at that uh, that RSS feed in a while, and I don't think I will be. To be to be honest, we took that uh, that horse out back and shot it. Yeah, we just can continue here. This is easier. I know who I'm talking to every week. Again, it's like meeting people in real life, but it's like here's a person I've just talked to on Twitter, and then record with them. It's kind of awkward. This is much easier to do. That's that explains the effort. Yeah, low effort podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let it run for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on dead air. All right, all right, guys. Rip that wallpaper off the wall. Just fucking use the water from a different room. Maybe I will mint it and sell pieces of it, and then cut it up, and think, it would be amazing. I think you should charge one hundred dollars for that. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys can sell them to each other for forty-four dollars. Then get some tea and figure out if you want to go to another room. Take some of that one. We do have a pink room here. There is. There is one. Oh, this that, this could actually. That's pretty rare. I could I could be a really really bad boy of NFTs. <laughs> At one point, after I was snubbed, oh you're you're the you're the one who paints the baseball cards uh after that i very nearly smashed a champagne glass and said don't you know i'm the bad boy of nfts <laughs> it's a true story everything i just said actually happened it did happen <laughs> i was this close i thought about it but i didn't want to embarrass did. chris truman in front of his fancy art friends thank you kitsch thank oh. you <laughs> <laughs> goodbye bye <laughs>